Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. The one thing about the draft lottery that Mike and I ask it every year, and I've yeah. not gotten a good answer, and it doesn't make sense. The NBA draft lottery is a big deal. Right? It is a very big deal in sports. The average NBA fan loves it. The average fan watches it. We watch the, the team send their their representatives with rabbit's foot with all kinds of different things. I, you know, we're going to send them the owner's daughter and look, Mar- Mallory Edens becomes a huge deal the last few years when she's there for the Bucks. It's a very big thing. And yet the NBA is 
bent on let's squeeze it in in a half-hour show before we have a game or between games, and I don't understand why. Look at last night, there was no NBA games. How do you not carve out a night for the NBA draft lottery? You can make it a two-hour show. You have a half-hour pre-show. You can meet the people who are showing up, and then you start revealing the picks all the way through. You get some analysis. Then once you get the draft lottery, okay, then there's interviews. We're interviewing uh, the people picking up top. We're interviewing the the GM or the vice president for the Pistons. We're interviewing Cade Cunningham, you could go number one. How do you feel about this? It's a two-hour show. It owns its own news cycle. And instead, it becomes part of what the NBA has going on. And I never understand this. I never do. You could easily say, you know what? This day is going to be our day, right? At the end of the conference finals, we're going to have one day with no games, and that's our NBA draft lottery day. And we own that night. And that becomes its own news cycle for 24 hours. I, I never understand how the NBA fails to take advantage of this. The NFL, you think the NFL would do this? they say, you know, we have the, we have the NFL draft lottery where instead of being the worst team you get to just be in the mix for a pick you think they would try to jam the draft lottery especially with someone like trevor lawrence being out there hey let's jam it between the the national uh doubleheader right we have colts uh, we, we have giants cowboys in the early game and then we have dolphins patriots at, at, at four o'clock let's get like a 20 minutes in there where we can you know pull the ping pong balls out and see who gets the number one pick with trevor lawrence i mean can you imagine the nfl doing it that way i mean that but that's what the bing NBA bang does. boom let's just let's Let's just do it like this. Let's just throw this out there. Let, let's just get it done and move on. I don't understand. I really don't. I don't understand in a day and age where, one, you're, you're filling so much time, right? <laughs> you have multiple networks, multiple television partners, and you're in that part of the calendar where we've gone to game show season depending on what network it is, right, because they're pretty cheap to produce. Do them in a couple weeks' time. Bing, bang, boom. We've got programming for six weeks, right? Get it, just go change your suit or, or dress or, or pantsuit or whatever you're wearing and just come back out and, and do the next show. Uh, holy moly is getting two-hour blocks for crying out loud. I love miniature <laughs> golf, but I, I got to use that as an example. Right? You're, you're into programming and trying to find where you've got some juice. When you're trying to build your league to the next level, why are you not op- with open arms celebrating the arrival of these? Yeah, you're going to have draft night. That's fine. But here's the, hey, who are going to be some of these players? Have a little profile, have a couple of snippets of interviews they've done. Maybe ask them, you know, w- whether they've ever eaten muskrat before they're going to go to Detroit. I don't know. But <laughs> get to know. There's so many guys. Nobody has any idea who the hell they are that are going to be drafted in the top 15. Here's an opportunity for two hours, two and a half, whatever the block is. Make it the length of a normal game, right, where you, you carve out uh, two hours and then the 2B determined on the back end for the end of that third, you know, before you get into uh, insert drama that you're shoving down my throat here. You can do that. Let it breathe. Let the administrators, whoever's been sent up there, they have to perform like it's a game show, just like we were talking about before. (laughs) Answer a couple of questions about the team, the year that just passed. Try to see if you can get them perhaps a little unscripted to give a little bit of a critique. Why Why am I sitting here? What the hell went wrong? Boom. You've got drama and you've got talking points for us and for our brethren here on Fox Sports Radio and certainly over on FS1. And and it lives and it grows. And these guys, these little narratives, these five-minute vignettes get 
their secondary run across social media after the the show has been aired. And we get to know some of these guys when we're talking about one and duns or guys that skipped the college process for all the new avenues or went and played overseas or are coming from overseas. There's so many wins to be had and it's so cheap to produce. Like, what are we doing? If the NBA would ever do it once, they would never do it again another way. They'd say, oh, this really works. I, I, really, I really would like to get – I would now, if I could ask Adam Silver one question. Well, my first question would be, how does Mark Cuban run the Mavericks when he kept a domestic serial abuser on? So I would ask him that first. Then I would say, how do you not do this? How do you not take advantage of this and have the draft lottery on its own night? Those would be the two questions I would ask. I would ask Adam Silver if I could. I, mean, I really, but the draft one just—I mean, I—I—I I, I at least understand a little bit of, of of certain things with philosophy and strategy. But this, this I don't get. This is an easy. Hey, we can own a day on the calendar. Uh, let's do it. Okay, this is we can own a day. Well, no, we're going to own a little bit of the day. And by the time we get to the end of the game tonight, what are more people going to be interested in? How, how the how the the Suns and the Clippers ended up, or the draft lottery? Why would you do that? You could have a whole extra day. And this is why the NBA. This is why I'd be, I'd be well, a great idea guy. I, I want to be a consultant. That's the gig I really want, man. I mean, then I, I wouldn't have to work at all. I could just you know use my brain power for like ten minutes a day and go. Here's my idea. When do you need my next great idea? Well, you know, we we'll need a couple of months to do this. Great. I'll talk to me again in two months. I have another great idea for you. Awesome. I mean, I, I could do that, Mike. I, I could be that kind of guy. I could change the world. Now's the time to, you know, create that resume. To do so, you would have to abdicate your throne here on Fox Sports Radio, thereby mm. making 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Oh, Pacific boy. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I don't I think I could do both if I wanted to. I would not have to. You made it sound like that. you didn't want to tax your brain anymore. Well, why would I have to? Have, no, I'm just saying it's extra brain power. It's, it's extra brain power. That's, that's what I would do. It'll be easy. Extra be serving easy. of cheese very to make sure you've got enough synapses firing. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what we're talking here. No, I mean, I could do or I could leave and then it'd be you and Kenny Maine doing the show together. I mean, that, that could work out that way. Dry sarcasm firing back both ways. That could that could be uh, either the most popular show of all time, or people will be like, "Wow, these guys are so hateful." Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play. Frostburg just sent us this quote from Max Scherzer. Quote, what we're doing right now, this is not the answer. I'll take off all my clothes if you want to see me. I've got nothing on me. Dude, just chill out for a week, man. Just chill out for this, Anger. okay? I don't know. I, all of a sudden, uh, oh, I'm affronted that you're asking. No, this is what has to happen because everybody's loading up the baseball. You want to blame somebody? Blame Garrett Cole. Because he's the guy when, when he gave that horrible non-answer, have you ever put sticky stuff yeah. on the ball or spider tack? He's, that's the answer that Major League Baseball said, okay, now we can no longer ignore this. We have to want to be mad at somebody, be mad at Garrett Cole. He's the guy that couldn't answer the question that he knew was coming, and that's the reason why. So if you're mad at somebody, be mad at him. But don't sit here and say, oh, my goodness, I can't. This is what has to happen. And after a couple weeks, it's going to be over, all right? You're, you're going to have to go through this maybe one more time, all right? One more time, you have a game where this happens, and then you're going to be able to move on. So just chill the blank out, man. I mean, pitchers got to just suck it up for, for a couple of minutes. They've been living high on the hog for a long time. All right, for a long time, they've been able to, to use the sticky stuff, and we're in the age of the pitcher, and everybody's ERAs are down, and runs aren't being scored. Hey, now Major League Baseball's looking at this because this isn't something that should have happened. So now suddenly to go, oh, I can't believe this. I am shocked. This is not, you're not treating me right. No, no, no. Just shut up and suck it up. Okay, suck it up for two weeks and this whole thing is going to be over. And in the end, remember, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's nobody else's fault. That's the whole thing. You're getting mad at something that's your own fault. I can't believe you're doing this to me. Well, it's your fault. Yeah, but I still can't believe you're doing it. I mean, this doesn't have any logic to it. <laughs> I like the anger. That's good. Baseball's oh. getting some. Uh, it's not the, the press you want, but hey, we're paying attention. I mean, mm. fo- folks wouldn't be watching a, a Max Scherzer. Joe Girardi battle normally in mid-June, so I think it's good for business <laughs> in that regard. Right? I mean, we wouldn't be talking about it so much. 
No, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a big thing for baseball, and it's something that cuts through the clutter. Wait a minute, people are cheating. Wait, let's let's look at this. I mean, certain things would be a big deal that that like this. Other things would just pass under. Go, oh, baseball's doing something. They're checking gloves. They're doing this. No, it's still cheating. Cheating for major league. Okay, let's take a look. We've had cheating scandals in major league baseball for a while now. You know, we had steroids, we had PEDs, we had all kinds of stuff. Now we got cheating. Okay, there's cheating. There's sign stealing. All of these things that that fall under the umbrella of cheating in baseball ball always become the topic which kind of sucks right for baseball because you would think how often do we talk about hockey on shows right now you know you and i are huge hockey fans but when does hockey become a topic usually when something bad happens right when someone slashes somebody with a stick when there's a fight when someone is injured and it's suddenly this guy's got to be thrown out of the league that's when we talk hockey right that's it baseball has become a sport where when do we really talk about baseball? I mean, outside of DeGrom being so great, right? When do we talk about baseball? (laughs) Everybody talks about it when something happens with stealing signs, unwritten rules that that people can – can conceive as cheating or out now cheating when you're loading up the baseball. What well, That's when baseball becomes a big conversation, and that stinks. Because for all the other big sports, football, we talk about it. doesn't matter what's up in football, we talk about it. doesn't matter what's up in the NBA, we talk about it. When it comes to baseball, I mean, they've become the big, the, you know, the, the two big sports topics in, in sports talk radio and on TV for the past 10 years now. Major League Baseball is still there, but clearly they're second behind the NBA. But when do the big topics come up in baseball? When it's about cheating or something that can be perceived as cheating and baseball's got to change that narrative because it's got to get away from unwritten because suddenly just just do, do this as an example right the next time you see an unwritten rules thing happen where somebody tries to bunt to break up a no hitter or something you tell me, you watch TV and you listen to radio shows and you see that's everywhere. That's everywhere the next day. Should you bunt? Should you do it? That's the only time you see a lot of shows being able to talk baseball. Look, I pride ourselves on being able to talk baseball and we can talk it pretty well and, and we hit the big moments and the big notes that, that we should, mm-hmm. but this is also something big that, that, that everybody wants to weigh in on, which is the unwritten rules. But you listen to other shows. How often they talk about baseball when it's not unwritten rules or cheating? All That's all it is right now. And baseball is saying, okay, we need a 20-second time out and we need to figure this out so we're talking about good things in baseball because that's where that's where the, the conversation sits right now and it's not a great place because it's not a, it's not a long it's not a long walk from when we only talk about controversy with baseball to we only talk about it when there's a bench clearing brawl you know or when there's something that's that's so shocking there's shocking video to it it's not a short walk from here to there so baseball needs to take care of this right now and I would hope the pitchers would understand okay well we, we want that we want to have the health of the game grow we want to get people talking about the game for the players there are so okay we can be okay with this instead of the hissy fits they're throwing with oh you're checking my glove I go, if you're innocent nothing's going to happen this is going to take 10 seconds just show me your glove show me your hat show me your belt here 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 okay you're good go back out and pitch that's all it is that they're not asking you to stop and and turn things over and they're going to go over with a uv ray light going okay well we got something on here and something else. yeah if i mean it's not the it naked gun you should be not, fine it's not going to be something that takes you way out. You know, you're not going to. They're not going to throw you in a room with Sipowitz going. You got to tell me how you loaded up that baseball, or there's going to be a problem here. I mean, that's not happening to you. It's 20 seconds and then you're done. You can choose to blow up over it, or you can choose to just say, "All right, here's my stuff. I'm clean. I'm going to pitch." I think that's the, the simple adult way to do things. But I've been arguing about it for all the adult, uh, you know, parts of this conversation in terms of before we even got to this of hitters making adjustments 
Good God. You want to get away from the three-outgun game? <laughs> then go back to what you learned when you were in Little League and running up the, the, the pole before you, you got to Major League Baseball. It's like, yeah, we don't care about that. Analytics just says this. Uh, forget about, you know, hitting the contact and, 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 you know, going the opposite way. No, we don't want any of that anymore. Uh, but, yeah, pitchers, it's going to be a weird couple of weeks, probably two starts. For most guys and however many appearances for relievers. And, and sure, we're going to have managers that are going to do this game gamesmanship. George Girardi doesn't get out of the dugout. Nothing happens, right? No, I mean, exactly. Everything third is line. fine. Scherzer's going to be pissed. But beyond that, it's a comply, be mad, and come up with statement after statement and mocking Rob Manfred in your post-game interviews. That's great. Uh, but for the game itself, they're, they're trying to get a hold on it. I mean, obviously, we're on while games are ending off the East Coast starts and the West Coast games are just getting underway. So, yeah, we celebrate big moments, controversial moments. We are the no-hitter show of record here on the network. There's no question about it. Uh, we celebrate them because that's the other thing that's been taken away from me with all this. I'm not going to get any more no-hitters, so uh, they can beat it there. Uh, but it, it's just the idea that it's the evolution of the game, and they decided after 100-some-odd years that we have to police this aggressively. Trevor Bauer had the video where he showed the absurdity of it. It's like, here's sweat, and here's some rosin. Hey, look, the ball is sticking. Are you going to throw me out? And then since you can't prove anything, it's now on my record that I cheated. And I think that's what guys like Scherzer and others who've got a long history of success are, are fearful that these things call their success into question. Well, be clean and it won't matter. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play caught ball Paul George throws it up it is no good and the Phoenix Suns hold on to beat the Clippers 104 103 in a game filled with heroes and goats and I mean goats are the oh boy goat you cause us a game uh, <laughs> this was some kind of ending this last play just to give you a, a general breakdown of it really didn't have a chance they threw it all the way down the floor Paul George caught it as he was facing away from the basket I don't know that it would have counted even if it would have went uh, he shot from uh, just inside the, the coach's box and uh, it did not go and the Phoenix Suns now lead this series two games to none going back to L.A. There was some skirmish after the dunk by DeAndre Ayton. Booker got pushed by Patrick Beverly uh, after the game was over and kind of a scrum on the floor and cooler heads finally prevailed. But this is the Suns winning a game that they look to have no reason to win and they win it 104 to 103. Now we're going to take you back to the play that changed everything. All right, now, it was a one-point lead by the Clippers, and Paul George, as we said, missed both free throws. And, and that, that, is, that has been on brand for Paul George for most of his career. At the end of games, Paul George doesn't make the shots. It, the thing is, it was crazy because Paul George was making the shots tonight. He was everything in the final three minutes of this game for the Clippers. He would, Every big shot, he had threes, he had jumpers, he hit the big 22-footer to give him the one-point lead. He was hitting everything. And then Devin Booker turns the ball over, and Paul George biffs both free throws. The second one all the way in the back of the eye iron that gave the Suns a chance to win this game. So that's the first thing we got to talk about is that, hey, for all the, the good that Paul George does, boy, missing these two free throws, because at the very least, we'd be going to overtime and they, they'd be getting to play again. At the most, it would have been, hey, how are we going to get a three-pointer off with seven-tenths of a second left to go? Uh, but both free throws missed, and Paul George, as much as you can say, hey, uh, Paul George had a really great last three minutes, it's, oh my goodness, Paul George missed both those free throws. So it's like one step forward Forward and two steps back for him, Mike Harmon, with, as he tries to rewrite his playoff legacy. Well, he went 5 of 10 from the line for the night. Missed three shots in the fourth quarter. 
uh, from the foul line. As we mentioned before, three-point uh, arc was not kind to him either. One for eight there, six assists, six rebounds, three turnovers, uh, 26 points. That's all fine and good in his 41 minutes. But when you needed him, you know, he left you just when you needed him most. And this was a game that you, you had to had to steal, as you were mentioning earlier. Now, you have no Chris Paul on the court. I know, obviously, Kawhi Leonard missing, but we found other heroes that have stepped up, uh, and the rotations have been strong for Ty Lue and the Clippers. Um, Devin Booker wasn't particularly good. The strategy of uh, just be aggressive and not giving him easy looks for Beverly, Rondo, whoever rotated out his way, uh, they did a good job. Five of 16 from the field, nine of nine from the foul line, four rebounds, five assists, seven turnovers, right? We were highlighting the turnovers as they started to mount. Uh, Beverly with quick hands, forcing so, some big, big moments in this game and long reviews, by the way. Fourth quarter was like the fourth quarter of any college football game. Incomplete passes, long commercial breaks, uh, and anything can happen uh, because, well, clock stops after every first down, all of those things. That's what it felt like. There didn't seem like a whole lot of flow to this game, even early on, But because defense, both teams' defenses played pretty well first half. Second half, open looks, but tired legs, it would seem, and and waiting uh, a hit like you were a quarterback in the pocket. Uh, so a lot, of, a lot of stoppages of play and officials' reviews and, and everything else. But the Suns escape. They did everything they could to Devin Booker, your guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, didn't matter. He still got his 20 and Payne with his 29 leading the way. But more on DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton. I mean, we did a lot over the course of these playoffs about Ayton, and he's the hero of the day. Now, here's the play. Now, so we, we t- took care of Paul George. You know, clip's going to clip. The yeah. final play of the game, because there's uh, eight-tenths of a second left to go, or nine-tenths of a second left to go, the, the three that was taken uh, by Bridges goes out of bounds. The Suns keep the ball, so they have to inbound, and they have less than a second to try to make this work. And you, we have seen this. I've seen this a thousand times in the NBA and college basketball where there's only a second left, so they try to throw it up for an alley-oop play, and it never works. It never works, but it works here. Here's the call. Here's the toss-up from Jay Crowder to DeAndre Ayton for the alley-oop that wins the game. Crowder waiting with it, lobs it under. Yes! It's good. DeAndre Ayton scores the basket over the rim and in. DeAndre Ayton put it over the rim and in. So there it was. That's exactly what happened. Aiton comes in, and he grabs the alley-oop, dunks it, and that is the final margin of victory, 104-103. Now, a couple of things about this play, because this play is going to be diagrammed and broken down a thousand different ways. First things first, and this i, I, I got to give credit to Doug Gottlieb on this, because, look, Doug's you know, played basketball his whole life, high levels of sport. He says it looked like that Zubats wanted to play a little bit closer to the basket, but the, the Clippers moved him up to be closer to Aiton, and this allowed that play to happen because Zubats had to follow Aiton, and he winds up getting uh, messed up with the pick that was thrown by, by uh, uh, Devin Booker. So it looked like he wanted to play low, and the Clippers put him up to be next to DeAndre Aiton. And so then when you see him try to get around, that's what gave Aiton that little bit of daylight to get the basketball and dunk it when he tried to make up for it. Now, it's a big push-off, 
by Aiton, who you know pushes off to try to get by, pushes Zubat's way off him to try to get there. That wasn't called. And then you're wondering, his hands above the cylinder, was the ball in the cylinder when he caught it? It was right there. I mean, you can look at it and see the replay and go, boy, that ball was right there, and his hands were, were right above it. And so now you're talking about a couple but, of different bits of controversy to well, come but you off can't, of this play. You can't goaltend on an inbounds pass like, right, by it's, rule. It's, Right, it's different. It's different when you're. It, there's different rules for different parts when you're inbounding the ball and when when you are uh, throwing it in from a, from a pass. So there's different rules when you're coming in from from out of bounds and coming in from inbounds. Uh, but still, it looked like the ball. I, I don't know if the ball would have hit the rim. I mean, that was like a line drive throw by Jake Crowder. It looked like it might have <laughs> hit the rim if it didn't get there. But the bottom line is that you watch this play and go. I've seen this so many times, and it's never worked. I've never seen this work, and now it works. And not only does it work, but it works and the Clippers lose and the Suns win. I've never seen it work, and if it's going to happen to anybody, it would usually happen to the Knicks. But it happens to the Clippers, you would say, yeah, okay, it happens to the Clippers. No, it it's makes sense. Mm. Yeah, it's just another uh, paragraph on the Wikipedia page uh, at this point. Remember, because, uh, the, as you mentioned, the bridge is three-point shot, they they were able to get a timeout, <laughs> right, and and talk it over and and discuss what what that final inbounds play would be. And well, lo and behold, it works to perfection, and everybody does their job. Uh, Jim Jackson on the broadcast actually said that he. he quoted the great Belichickian response and team slogan of "Do your job." And, you know, the Suns ran it perfectly. Monty Williams, Coach of the Year. Uh, what a fantastic call he made. Mm. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith You didn't even defend Mike your guy. I see what you did there, but that's no, okay, buddy. It's, it's okay. It's okay, buddy. Um, you know, because the thing is, is that, because I wanted to get to it, the way this game ended, and, and it's probably fitting that Aiton was the one who made who made the, the final play. And I'll tell you, the more I look at it, I think that ball might have hit the rim if he didn't touch it. Um, <laughs> the difference in the Suns the last three weeks Okay, we can point to Devin Booker and, and the star turn that he has, 100%. And Chris Paul's impact on the, on the Suns, 100%. They, 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 they have been really big. We've had a, a big up. You mentioned Cameron Payne, who has really taken advantage of the opportunity, whether he is starting for Chris Paul or coming off the bench. I mean, he has been terrific. But the difference in this team and why they're winning and how they're, they're such a title threat right now is the continued ascension of DeAndre Ayton. I mean, there, there's a reason why this guy was the number one pick in the draft a couple of years ago. And in the last three weeks, he has seen his stock rise because in a year where he had kind of an okay uh, uh, regular season, what he's done in the last two rounds of the playoffs, you know, still scoring, neutralizing Nikola Jokic to the point where it wasn't even a series where you know, they couldn't even win a game and Jokic winds up getting frustrated and, and gets thrown out of the final game. Aiton was huge. And now you see him so far in this series as well. He is the guy that the Clippers can't account for. But they, they were able to account for Devin Booker pretty well in this game. He mm-hmm. had a bad game. You know, Devin Booker had a bad turnover at the end, and it could have been the end of the game. I mean, he you know, he had a big game in game one. Okay, that's great. But here in game two, they really took care of him. And and Booker was going to be the GOAT. And I mean, the GOAT of the guy giving the game away. Yep. And instead, you look at what Aiton has done, and they couldn't stop him tonight. And with a final night, you know, his numbers were terrific. Aiton is the guy that now is the difference maker in this team. 24 and 14, 12 out of 15 from the floor. The Clippers can't stop him. 
It's really it's, it's, it's become a point where DeAndre Ayton's gone from, hey, he's someone we have to account for. He's a pretty good, you know, third, third best player on the team to um, he is starting to control everything. All right, he he is twenty two for twenty nine from the floor in this series. Right, he's at, he's got twenty three rebounds. Uh, he has been a guy that the Clippers. What are you going to do? He's the difference in this team. The reason they're winning and, and the, the Suns are winning where they are, beating the the Nuggets the way they did, up two zip over the Clippers. It's DeAndre Ayton and all the other guys are just kind of around him right now. You know me, I'm celebrating where we actually assign positions to guys. None of this positionless crap. Uh, you're a shooting guard, and, and I don't care if they try to list you as a point guard. You're a shooting guard. And DeAndre Ayton, he's ruling for the big men. The center came to play. I love it. <laughs> uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. It is absolutely outstanding. And uh, let me just uh, throw this right here because we got Rick Buecher coming up next. Uh, the Iron Sheik weighed in at the end of this game. Oh, right, boy. The Iron Sheik is weighed in. I can't say everything, but I will, I, I will, I will, I will describe it for you best nice. as I can. Let's the go. Iron Sheik just tweeted out, Wow, Clippers blanked up. In all capital letters, that's the Iron Sheik. <laughs> he also wants to suplex and break the uh, blah, 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 blah back of Scott Foster. So that's good, too. <laughs> Can you imagine if Scott Foster just, like, you know, called the ball at the end off the off the Suns or, or, or called some kind of offensive foul on DeAndre Ayton? It just got, okay, sorry, <laughs> offensive foul, Clippers basketball. Scott Foster would need, he would need to be teleported out of the arena like he's in the Avengers. They would not have allowed him to leave. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports 1 NBA Insider Extraordinary. You can follow him on Twitter at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher. Rick, I got to say, I got to start with you where I started this hour. How many times have I seen that, well, there's one second left on the clock. We're going to throw the alley-oop play in. I've never seen it work, ever. I've never seen it work. And, of course, it works against the Clippers and the Suns win the game. Yeah, it, it certainly helps the angle. You don't normally, very rarely are you throwing it in where you can throw it, where you're almost throwing it to the front of the rim, and all the guy has to do is, is go up and, and flush it. Um, a lot of times it's coming from – a high angle, right? You call the timeout and now you're inbounding it from up above uh, by the hash mark. And so, uh, but look, Clippers had a half dozen different ways to, to win this game uh, or to put it out of reach and ultimately did it. And I think these, these kind of losses stick with, not only stick with you, but they loom larger in series than the ones where you get blown out because you did everything necessary and then somehow found a way to, uh, to end up with, with an L. And they're going, to remember, they're going to remember this one. However this series goes, if, this diff- if they lose this series, this is the one that they're going to remember the most. Well, I mean, they literally bloodied Devin Booker and kept him in check. Chris yeah. Paul's not there. Everything's laid up for you. And, yeah. and well, to, to lose this way. Uh, but... The thing that I think I'm going to remember most, though, Rick, is the fact that the final two minutes took over a half hour to play. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, but you know what? Ultimately, they did get the replays right. I don't think there was a replay there where I, you know, I'd, I'd take issue with what the final mm-hmm. result was. Um, 
I wish there was a way to speed it up because I do think that it impacts the the general flow of the game. But they got it right, and and ultimately that's what you want instant replay to do. The the, the greatest issue I have with instant replay, other than we use it far too much and it does change the tempo of the game, is when they when they use it and you're still looking at it and going, I don't think they got that right. <laughs> that has got to be the most frustrating part of when we all spend five minutes looking at it slow motion and they come up with a result that uh, that, that us at home or, or in the building, anybody watching the instant replay doesn't agree with. Uh, when it comes down to it, we watch the Suns execute and, again, a play that we never see happen. Uh, yeah. But it was made possible because Paul George misses two free throws. And I get yeah. that it's free throws, and we see guys miss free throws all the time. But, Rick, missing two free throws in that situation, the last one was off the back of the iron. I mean, yeah. he's got to make at least one of those. I mean, that, yeah. I, mean I, I, yeah. I know it's elementary to say, but missing those two free throws, Rick. Well, there's no question. I mean, he, that's the, you, you are the go-to guy, and he's a good free throw shooter. Uh, it, it is – there's no – I, I, I don't have any excuse or explanation, especially the way he lost, he missed them. Look, sometimes you're going to have them rim out. Sometimes you're going to, but he didn't, he did not. And normally he shoots them and it's all net. I mean, he's pretty, he's pretty clean with his free throws. The, the moment, the pressure, it's hard to say that it did not get to him and, and affected those shots because of the kind of free throw shooter he is and the way that he ultimately missed them. But, you know, there are a lot of, and I'm sure the coaches, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Ty Lue says, you know, the game wasn't won or lost there. There were a lot of other things they could have done different. And I agree to a certain extent. Reggie Reggie Jackson, inconsistent in in his, he was hesitant in, in situations that created problems and turnovers. Again, same as game one. Paul George, same thing like just not being decisive in what he wanted to do and resulted in turnovers. And then, you know, Devin Booker comes back bloody. He's got his nose stuffed with gauze. And you put him on the free throw line to get a rhythm and to score. Make the dude having, you know, been knocked upside the nose, looking like he has a broken nose, having it stuffed with, with gauze. Like make him make a shot. Make him show you that, he can make a shot after all of that trauma and don't send him to the free throw line. And that's not what they did. They gave him, I think five straight free throws just to like feel good about where he was in the game. And so those are, those are the little decisions. Those are the little mistakes. Those are the little errors that make the difference once you get to this level of the playoffs in the NBA. Be remiss if we didn't at least acknowledge uh, Paul George throwing the ball off of Zubac's back. Uh, for a turnover as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Again, I mean, those. It, it is what it, it is. The thing that scares me about the Clippers in that you are now asking Paul George and um, and Reggie Jackson to make a lot more decisions than they normally would without Kawhi Leonard there. The ball would be in his hands, and certain in, in this game, the ball would have been in, in Kawhi's hands a lot. Obviously, in the last minute. Or two, and you can just you're secure with him. Even with Paul doesn't turn it over. There are times when he's on the dribble, and he dribbles himself into bad spaces. He's kind of loose with the ball. He, you know, if if 
if you're a Clippers fan, there have to be times where he scares the hell out of you in the final in the final minute or two. And for where they are uh, without Kawhi Leonard, that's that's who they're going to be. They're they're going to rely on Reggie and Paul. And unless they're more decisive and more secure with the ball than they were in the first two games, then I don't see a way in which they're going to win this series. Well, I look at it this way, Rick, is that if you can't – I think it's more simple than that. You just had these first two games. You were missing Kawhi Leonard. Okay, you knew that was happening. The Suns yeah. are missing Chris Paul. We know Chris yeah. Paul is going to be coming back. Kawhi Leonard, probably not. I know you're playing on the road, but if you can't win a game where the Suns are missing their floor leader, even though you had guys step up and, 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 and Payne stepping up, and, and we'll get to eight in a couple of minutes as well. But if you can't win these games, what game are you going to win? I mean, Scott Foster yeah. even officiated the game, and you still, you still want when the yeah. Suns finally wound up winning a game that he officiated. <laughs> you know, I, I get that, but because the Clippers have been so good uh, at finding matchups and mismatches within their matchups, and can, campaign has been so uh, dominating as a scorer, I think in a game like this, you certainly miss Chris Paul. But if it becomes more of an offensive game, if the Clippers going home can make the game a little more up-tempo, then, and because for every minute that Chris Paul plays, campaign is not. And so I like the security of Chris Paul when you have a lead. Do I think Chris Paul is going to score as well as campaign has, particularly where he scores from on the floor? And what's that battle going to be between Pat Bev and Rajon Rondo, like Rajon Rondo's having a hard time guarding anybody right now. Uh, because of the way Chris Paul plays, doesn't play as fast, Rajon Rondo has the opportunity now to stay on the floor and defend Chris Paul. So I, I hear what you're saying, and in most cases, I, and, and you may be right, you may be right, but I need to see how the matchups are affected when Chris Paul gets back, largely because campaign has been just so good and he's going to play less if Chris Paul's back and playing more yeah but the slogans are all written campaign with a huge <laughs> night tonight uh, Fox Sports Radio Jason Smith show with Mike Garman here uh, Rick Buecher joins us Fox uh, can Sports I apologize? hold on a sec go ahead yeah can, I, I need to apologize to the listeners for laughing at that that was so bad you <laughs> caught me off guard I laughed that was horrendous that was horrendous I am but you a, laughed I'm embarrassed that I laughed. I really am. God. That's, a not, that's, a, that's not a <laughs> You're better than that, Rick. On me. Yeah, At Rick Buecher on Twitter, where you find him. I'm not plugging anything else now. Uh, <laughs> on the Ball <laughs> Podcast, Rebound the Book with Brian Grant. Uh, pick that up. Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, Prime Day. You got, it, uh, you got deals out there. Make rebound, one yeah. of them, uh, as, as you flow through. So let's get to DeAndre Ayton. I like yeah. when dinosaurs roam the earth and we had true centers, and I like watching yeah. DeAndre Ayton play because uh, he's, he's a kid. He's still growing, but, mm-hmm. uh, boy, he's really grown the last couple of weeks. Oh, there's no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, to me, he's probably the most difficult matchup that they have. He, he, he to me, is, is really has been the difference because – not only does he finish with such efficiency around the rim, but he's got that little mid-range. And time and again, we saw tonight where they didn't have anything going late in the clock. He's got it at 15 feet. He knows he can't drive on Zubac. Zubac is laying off him, and he's knocking down that mid-range jumper. And that's something that 
the Clippers simply don't have. I think Zubac is good. Uh, I think he's contributed, but DeAndre Ayton has the edge on him in the same way that he had in the previous series, and it, it, without question. Um, and I don't know that we necessarily expected that. So, uh, yeah, to me, DeAndre Ayton is the real puzzle that they have to figure out, uh, or, or they're going to have to dominate some other matchup. Now, the one way they can do it, and I saw it at one point because I'd almost forgot. I was like, oh, Nick Batum can shoot threes. Like if they can, if they can flip that where Batum is in or Paul George is guarding DeAndre Ayton and they can win the three point versus two point battle because DeAndre is not going to step out that far and he's not he's not going to defend that far and he's not going to shoot that shot. That's where you may be able to exploit him a little bit. But man, when the dude's shooting seventy eighty percent on twos, you're going to have to knock down some threes in order to flip that. Rick Buecher with us, Fox Sports 1 NBA Insider. You can follow him on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. All right, Rick, when it comes – I mentioned Chris Paul. Like, what, we've gotten, like, no information after he's been yeah. out COVID protocols. First, it was he tested positive for COVID, but he got his vaccine. All of that stuff has gone out the window now. Like, what, what are you hearing is, is the likely uh, situation right now and when he could wind up coming back? Yeah, I mean, I, I have not heard anything specific about – when he's coming back, obviously the 10 to 14 days is, is the quarantine. So uh, going, going by that, um, trying to think dates now, I believe he could potentially be back for the next game. If we're on the short end, end of that, I don't know exactly when the clock started, Uh, but you know, honestly, we're not getting, we're getting the same thing from, from when it comes to Kawhi Leonard. And I'm surprised by all of this, to be honest with you, because, the NBA used to have a more clear protocol about uh, defining, you know, what what's going on with guys and and giving everyone a better read and considering, you know, the the level of gambling that's now involved. Uh, I'm really surprised that they're they're doing this kind of uh, smoke and mirrors uh, job on where these guys are physically and when when they're going to be available. So I wish. I, Wish I could tell you. I mean, everything that I've heard about uh, Kawhi's is you should probably not expect to see him again, but he hasn't been definitively definitively ruled out, and that raises the other question. When I'm hearing that, it's like, okay, so if that's the case, is this just gamesmanship um, on the part of uh, the Clippers? And if it's a league rule, you would think that it would be – this is not up to the the Suns to, to announce when he could be back or when they expect him back. This would be league protocol that you're following. And I would expect from the league to be giving us a clear view of where, uh, of where Chris Paul is, but we haven't gotten it getting it. And I will say this is, I, I find this a little bit unusual for the way that the NBA normally operates, particularly in the postseason. That's okay. We'll get another couple of coaches fired, and, and we'll pay attention to that. Good uh, but tomorrow, yeah, no But t- tomorrow, Atlanta at Milwaukee, game one. What are we expecting here? Uh, a couple of superstars that are, that are pushing forward, and Nate McMillan still trying to lose the interim tag. Yes, I know. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, if I'm Nate at this point, I'm not signing anything with Atlanta because there's nope. a lot of jobs out there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I want to go to the highest bidder at this point if I can. Uh, let's 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 get into into a bidding war. Uh, that said, 
Um, look, I, I, I don't know. I'll be interested to see what the ratings do overall. But I am fascinated, as I am with this series, I'm going to be just as fascinated with the Hawks and the Bucks um, because I, it, it's, I hate to say it, but it's going to come down to matchups. I, a lot of people are saying that the Bucks are going to win this. I've seen a lot of people predicting the Bucks are going to win in four or five. I have the Bucks in the finals. I've had them from the beginning of the year, but I I don't see it as that as being you know a a landslide by any means. Um, largely because I haven't been impressed with how Mike Budenholzer has utilized his team. They they have a six man rotation. Uh, they did at the end of the last series. That's not going to be good enough. They're going to have to get something out of Bryn Forbes. They're going to have to get something out of Bobby Portis. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to have to play consistent basketball and, and, and get two feet in the paint, operate from the mid post and the pinch post. And then I could see, you know, potentially uh, the, the, the Bucks winning the series and winning it in five or six. But there are so many unanswered questions. The Bucks have played so up and down that um, I do think they decide which way it goes. But if they, give, if they show us what, what was their worst against the Nets, then I think there's an opening for the Bucks. I mean, for the Hawks to win. And this is the other, well, the one last element is the fact that the three-point shooting, particularly for the Hawks, has really had a huge influence on every game that they've won or lost. When they come out and they're knocking down threes, um, they're a different team. And when they're not, they're a different team too. So that's going to be an element. And the Bucks do not shoot, has not shot the three as well and have not defended the three particularly well. So that leaves the opening for the Hawks. Let's see how they shoot it from the arc. So there it is, Rick Buecher. No, Rick, by the way, just wanted to remind, I don't know if you know this or not, but before the season started, I picked the Hawks to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know if you know that, but I picked the Hawks to go. They were my surprise Heat team of the year. So I just wanted to let you know that. because I, wanted... I, yeah. I did, I did not know that. <laughs> I would have thought that if you had made that pick, that we would have heard of some kind of campaign out there about your selection. Well, he jumped off him really uh, quickly, it's, it's, Rick. It's not uh, my fault. I, I say it all the time. The I, I say it all the time. Uh, he's on Twitter at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher, Fox Sports, one NBA inside of the book rebound with Brian Grant. Pick it up. It's an awesome read. Rick, as always, buddy, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. You didn't get my campaign joke. No, that I was could, good. But yeah. I got it. But, but, but Harmon gave the campaign, the, the whole campaign thing, too. I mean, I, no, I he it. brought it back. That's right, a no, recall. I got it. Rick Buecher, no, you it. are my hero. Wait, you're my guy. Thank you. I, I, Thank I, you. I got it. Thank you. I got Somebody it. appreciates me, damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you guys. Oh, Bye, awesome Rick. Stuff. Take it easy, Rick. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.